If you're doing comedy, uh, you want to make sure that the audience leaves sa- satisfied. That's- I'm the Immortan Joe of jeweling. Oh man, there's a there's a war boy that like climbs in through my window. He's like, witness me. I like put a jewel pod in his mouth, and he's like, we can't go there. That's Jewel Town. <laughs> credits what's the fastest growing city on earth the capital of ireland it's dublin every day and welcome back to zero credits the show we talk about things my name's Henry. And my name's John, smoking that wet. And together we're Henry and John coming at you to make sure that you understand what makes us tick. You guys know me. You guys know what it's like to have zero to your name. You guys have seen the episodes where we get mad at each other for not knowing something, and then I'm gonna be honest. There are times when I miss that aspect of the human condition, because you are not going to be able to have those moments with me. Not like I need them, but you know what I mean. So I'm going to be honest, and I want to explain, even though these are serious matters, these are the same episodes that I miss the most when I'm here. In this episode, we have a really good conversation about this bioethics stuff. When I was in middle school, I actually had a course in bioethics, and I was actually the first person to write a paper on it. I was trying to do it. Is this like a Markov chain? Uh, this is this is a fun little gizmo, a fun little thing called Talk to Transformer. Uh-huh. All you do is start writing a sentence and hit generate another, and it spits out a whole paragraph for you. Wait, hold on. <laughs> so that was... I, I put in our, our, our intro prompt, and it spit out that. Why is make sure... <laughs> Uh, quadruple tilded. That's not even a tilde, it's like an enye. I have no idea. That's uh, a, that's just a snapshot that's of it. A, that's incredible. Because I didn't want to lose it. But yeah, so talk to Transformer. Please find it, start <laughs> typing things in it, and amuse your friends. Or in this case, our fans. Uh, yeah, I did. this reminds me strangely of that time that we like ran our episode descriptions through a Markov chain generator. And that one, much less overhead and much better. I did not realize you were the first person to write a paper on bioethics. You know, neither was, neither was I, and I did it in, in middle school. Yeah. <laughs> you were a, you were an early bloomer. The thing about that intro is, like, I'm so earnest and so like mad that I just want to be honest. It honestly sounds like if we were a popular podcast, that that is the kind of emails we would get where people are like, listen to you, this is a joke, but yeah. make sure. I just imagine that our, we have an audience of pedants. And speaking of bloomers, let's get a poppin'. The IPs are a rockin'. The bloomer is what they call underwear in the United Kingdom. Soon to be a disunited kingdom. <laughs> Good joke. Perhaps. It's not a joke, a no-deal Brexit's going to be a 
Not going to be. It could be a, a massive disaster. Let's not talk about Brexit on the podcast. I don't understand Brexit, so it would be very bad content. Capital B, capital C, <laughs> bad content. I would recommend uh, anyone listening to this read like a child's explainer on Brexit. Wait, uh, do children understand it? That's going to make me feel bad. British children understand it. Do they have to? Yeah, they have to understand it. Why? Every day they wake up in the shadow of Brexit. Much like our children. Uh, God, what's that girl's name? Greta Thorn- Thornburg? Thornburg? Never mind. I don't know what you're talking about. Our children know about global warming. The British children have to know about Brexit. Now, you, you brought up uh, emails that we might get. And uh, I, I've been meaning to talk to you about this for a while. Our website... Our website, which is like 32722.blueberry.net. Our very easy-to-remember dark web domain. I actually have it right here. It's 332272.blueberry.com. Our website has been popping off with comments. Really? Oh, yeah. People are, are getting... They're getting really communicative with us. I'm really interested to know how they knew to go there, considering the fact that we have never... Given out the URL to our website ever. Look, I think Google recognizes the power of our fan base, and they know that when you type in Zero Credits Podcast, you want to go to 332272.blueberry.com. Well, I mean, I think without further ado, we should address some of these comments. All right, so this one comes from Toggle Online. Ooh, boy, this guy sounds real. <laughs> Toggle Online writes... Hello, my family member. <laughs> I wish to say that this post is amazing. Great written and include approximately all significant infos. I like to see extra posts like this. Space period. <laughs> uh, well, listen, I I didn't want to bring this on the podcast, but my, my dear family member Toggle Online has been going through some hard times. Well, I'm glad we can be there for Toggle Online. I, I you know... If anything, this podcast does, if it can just reach one person and, and help them through a tough time, I'm glad that Toggle Online feels familiar with us to refer to us <laughs> as his family member. That's yeah. not not two, to be clear, because Toggle Online only has a family of two, Toggle Online and myself. Oh, okay. As I said, he's going through a tough time. That, that sounds extremely tough. The, re- the rest of his family is in heaven. Oh, oh, I hope so. One would hope. One would hope. Our next comment comes from A. Also, sounds very cool and very real. And A is very concerned about us. A writes, Hi, I believe your website might be having web browser compatibility problems. (laughs) Whenever I look at your blog in Safari, it looks fine. However, if opening an Internet Explorer, it's got some overlapping issues. I merely wanted to give you a quick heads up. Other than that, wonderful blog! Okay, so uh, we don't run a blog, which is interesting. Uh, but I guess we do. I guess this is a surprise to everyone that we've actually been running a blog for uh, for quite some time. That's interesting about Safari. Because I know that we like to optimize for Apple platforms, which is why you can only listen to this podcast on uh, on an iPod. <laughs> yes. And if you're not listening on an iPod, well, in three seconds, your ears will begin to burn. Yes, you need a, an iPod Classic, the first generation. Otherwise, 
We just sound like garbled idiots. You can't use an iPod Touch because this podcast does not support touch. Now, this is interesting. A must have done some traveling and also forgot uh, his or her (laughs) sign-in because they wrote again from a different IP address and a completely different website. Oh, really? I mean, an email address. Completely different email address. But same name. Same names. Same A. I mean, who who else could be named A? Only they. Only this one person. And uh, A writes again, Great delivery. Solid argu- arguments. Keep up the great spirit. Okay. Uh, hold on. Can I see the post this is in reference to? Hmm. Uh, because... I'm not entirely sure how you would see that. Yes, a reply to just us posting an episode. Oh, oh yeah, episode 137, Not So Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, uh, no content other than a posted episode. I think that's fair. It's nice to be able to get feedback on our rhetorical debating skills. Oh, yeah, that would be great. Now, this is interesting. Uh, this comes from <laughs> our good fan. <laughs> our good fan. Our good fam, HTTPS... <laughs> Ooh, he's secure. That's good. Colon slash slash www get my offer capital one com apply for capital one credit card <laughs> offer online. Our great our great Wait, friend. On. Is there not a dot com or any top level domain at the end of that? Nope. Great. And uh, they write they're very they're very concerned for us. They're very concerned. Uh, good old HTTPS writes. Hey. I think your website might be having browser compatibility <laughs> issues. When I look at your blog site in Safari, it looks fine. But when opening an Internet Explorer, it has some overlapping. I just wanted to give you a quick heads up. Other than that, very good <laughs> blog. Uh, do you know the... This is concerning to me. Because the old customer service adage is if one person complains, a thousand people have the same complaint. And now two people have posted nearly identically these same complaints. One might say exactly identically. So I think there are 2,000 people out there. Nearly identically. One uses however, and the other one uses but. (laughs) Oh, which one said however? However was A. Oh, we should give more credence to A. They went to to college. They went to college. Uh, But that means 2,000 people are having problems with our website compability issue. Maybe. Um, we've got a, we've got a couple more. We've got a couple more comments. If Man, you, this is a bumper crop. It's bumping. We're bumping. We have seven comments that I either need to delete or approve, and they've been sitting there for months. Anyway, this one comes from Iron Thunder. Ooh, that's a, that sounds like a real name. Yeah, this is a real. It actually sounds like a totally real person. Okay, we are a bunch uh-huh. of volunteers and starting a brand new scheme in our community. Uh-oh, uh-oh, scheme alert! Your website offered us with useful information to work on. Great. You have done an impressive job, and our whole group can be thankful to you. Oh, the scheming group? <laughs> this, this group of volunteers who are developing a scheme, a scheme. for their local community... Got some ideas no, from us. And I can appreciate that because it's not a worldwide scheme. It's a scheme that's grassroots. It's in the community. Yeah, it's a grassroots scheme. And uh, what blog post was it? Was this one in reference this to? This was in again? reference to episode 131, I'm All Out of Urine. 
Ooh, I'm all. That was a pretty good one. I think we talked about Grappler Baki in that one. Oh, absolutely, we did. So hopefully, they're taking some Grappler Baki back to their scheme. Yep. That that's got to be it. Hopefully, they got they got some good ideas about how to fend people off. With or without urine. It might also be one of the ones where he drank a lot of IPAs, so maybe they got some socialism out of it, too. Oh, they could have. And I, I think that kind of wraps up our, our fam mail for the moment. We've got one more I could read, if you so want me to. Oh, I feel like we have to do it for okay. the sake of completeness. For the sake of completeness, this comes from Pomodor.com. Ooh, Pomodor. Pomodor.com. This is in reference to episode 35, Zero Accountability, a.k.a. ZC Goes Offline. That's when... Uh, that that was the episode where the podcast did not have a home. Oh, you're right. That, we, was, the, we, that was the big one. We used to host on Google Drive, and then they stopped letting us do that. Uh-huh. And we had to officially migrate to a new service. That, that was a... What, what a, a thrilling time in our, our history of this podcast. Almost, well, wait, more than two years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, com writes, Hey, I know this is off topic, but I was wondering if you knew of any widgets I could add to my blog that automatically tweet my newest Twitter updates. Uh-huh. I've been looking for a plugin like this for quite some time and was hoping maybe you would have some experience with something like this. Please let me know if you run into anything. I truly enjoy reading your blog, and I look forward to your new updates. Well, it's number one, I'm flattered. Uh, honestly, that's some good writing. You know, no grammatical mistakes. And uh, they even apologize, sort of. Like They know that it's off topic and has nothing to do with what we podcast about. But yeah. they're just looking for some Twitter, Twitter they're, widgets. They're just looking for a Twitter widget and listen... I know that it's important for you to support the people who support you. So if you want a good Twitter widget, you should go to https colon slash slash www dot get my capital one credit offer get capital credit offer get my capital get get my offer dash capital one dash com dash apply dash four dash capital one dash one dash credit dash card dash offer dash online Zarfo. Yeah, I, I think they have some good widgets there, as well as credit applications. You know, they like to bundle things together. You know, everything's bundled these yeah, days. Yeah, you get, like, get cable, for instance. Yeah, you can get cable, you can get some widgets for your Twitter, and uh, you can apparently take out a loan in somebody else's name. You yeah, know? I think that... Is this how sponsorship works? I don't know. That seems right. It feels like we're selling something right now, and that... I don't know. I just meant it as a joke. What, the Zarfo? What's a Zarfo? There's a... That's eh, fine. Look, let me just say, we're Henry and John, and we talk about the cultural happenings of that there zeitgeist, something I forgot to say 20 minutes ago. It's fine. For 20 minutes, we've been talking about the most exciting thing that's happened this podcast in quite some time. Yeah, seven little comments. You know, uh, speaking of the most exciting thing that's happened this podcast in quite some time... What's happening? <laughs> oh, is that... Was that a setup for a burp joke, or were you going to go somewhere with that? Absolutely going somewhere. Okay. You know what the next most exciting thing to happen in this podcast in quite some time is? Oh, are you leaving? Yeah, right now. Actually. Okay, bye. Bye. It's a joke. So, 
there are some new details about Fast and Furious 9. Oh, dude, I've heard one tidbit, but I'm going to let you go first because it's your segment. It's your whole segment. You get the segment. I will say that I don't know a ton about it. And there's one thing that's kind of, uh, I feel like the one people are talking about the most, we should probably talk about when the movie comes out. It's oh. like the respecting certain people's legacies, things like that. Oh, I, don't, I don't know anything about that. We know that Fast and Furious 9 might be looking for extras in Edinburgh, so we know that it takes place in Europe. Ooh, or at least is filmed there. Or at least is filmed there. And that Charlize Theron is reprising her role as Cypher. And I heard some really exciting news about this. This is probably the most important news to come out of the few... And so many years, Cypher is returning, and she has chopped off the braids. Yes, no more weird uh, stringy dreadlocks. It has now been replaced with an artful bowl cut. It's in the shape of a bowl? Kinda. I'll show you pictures later. Wait, did you say bowl or bowl? Bowl? Like a bowl cut? Or a bowl cut? Oh, B-O-W-L. A bowl cut. You're, those, you're saying the same word. No, I'm saying bowl. Bowl? Bowl? Bowl. Versus bowl. Okay, hold on. We're going to say the word for something you put cereal in. Bowl. bowl. <laughs> I'm going to say it first and then you're... Bowl. Bowl. Now I'm going to say the thing that attacks you when you're running in Spain. Bowl. Bowl. <laughs> this is insane to me. You're saying the okay. same word. I'm going to say a word, and you tell me what it is. Uh-huh. Bull. Bull. No. Fuck. <laughs> All right, I'll say another word. Bull. Bull. No. Okay, so apparently I need to work on my pronunciation of bull and bull. Well, you're saying the same word. I am not. I'm saying bull and bull. Yeah, you're saying bull it's a completely different mouth structure. Bowl? 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 Bowl. Bowl. Bowl? Okay. Uh-huh. Bowl. <laughs> same word. Oh, my God. Same word. Absolutely. I'm going to need you to actually listen to this episode <laughs> and hear the difference. Uh, you're just going to edit in things that make it sound like you're saying bull. I'm going to listen back. I'm going to listen back to it in 12 hours. And I'm going to be like, oh, that's what he's talking about. I don't know what I'm saying. Hey, do me a favor. Pronounce the following word. B-O-T-H. 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 Both. Both. Why did you put an L? Both? Why did you put an L there? Both. I say both. Some people say both. Oh. Do me a favor. Pronounce this word. W-A-T-E-R. Water. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a... I'm a more... I lean harder on the D sound than the T sound. I go yeah. water. I, I come for a, from a place where people sometimes say it. Water. 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 Give me some water. I want some water. 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 Uh, yeah, no, that's absolutely a thing. One thing that uh, I... Okay. Here's got, a word that I say wrong. Okay. You know the animal that's in the... Bull. Antarctic... Yes, the bull... <laughs> Uh, a bull? Uh, the animal that walks around in the Antarctic, walls uh, around, has, the cumberbatch. has the arms, a beak, as a bird, Polar bear, fly. leopard seal. I say penguin. What? I say penguin. Penguin? Penguin. It's penguin. 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 I say penguin. 
You're thinking of pangolins. Ah, oh, pangolins? Those little, like, anteater yeah. lizards. They're pretty good. Yeah. Penguin. Penguin. Bull. 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 Uh, penguin. Bull. Uh, you know... We were talking about Charlize Theron's new haircut we are, we were. in the Fast and Furious 9. Do that's So that's the principal filming is still happening on that. Yes, it is still being filmed there, actively looking for extras. So you're not in post-production yet. Because normally, so a film can usually shoot 50, 70, 90 days. That, that's tip, the typical lengths of shooting. You see a lot of 70-day shoots. And I'm wondering what day we are on for the shoot of Fast and Furious 9. Hey man, I don't know. The the man who killed Don Quixote took 30 years to make. And laughably, I don't know who owns the rights to that film. It's out. I know it's out. I don't know who owns the rights. Me either. Because it's not Terry Gilliam. It could be Spain. It, Spain <laughs> could own it. it. It could be the nation of Spain. Adam Driver's apparently pretty good in it. I would want to see it, but then again... Terry Gilliam is one of those directors who I love his films, but I've only seen one or two. Brazil. I have seen... Uh, don't laugh. I have seen The Brothers Grimm. Okay, fine. And I have seen... Well, this one's not... Uh, I've seen The, the Imaginary of Dr. Parnassus, which is one of my favorites. I've seen Brazil, Tideland, I think he made, The Fisher King. Fisher King, yeah. Fisher King's very good. I want to see that Brazil one. and Fisher King, if you have not seen those two, those are the Terry Gilliam movies to watch. What about 12 Monkeys? You don't like 12 Monkeys? 12 Monkeys is fine. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, well, Charlize Theron. Uh, yeah. She's got new hair. She's got new hair, and that's the news. <laughs> it's in Europe, and Charlize has got new hair. In actual news, John, I, this is great about the Fast and Furious, but some shit has gone down. Brexit. <laughs> it's not Brexit. God damn it. It's not how we pronounce certain words. I thought that, okay. And it's not our fam interaction, although that's always important. But some shit has changed in the place where you and I live. Oh, you mean Earth? The, the state... Of Texas. Ooh, something's rotten in the state of Texas, if you ask me, Hamill, Hamlet, Hamlet. And this is going to affect the podcast going forward. Oh, shit. This is this will, because this past Sunday, 820 laws went into effect for the state of Texas. These are brand new laws, never before introduced or made into laws. These are new laws, and yes. I'm going to read a couple of them off. Wait. I think you have a list as well. I, I do have a list of laws. Most importantly, I think, this is actually a huge win. I got new laws, I count them. That song from like eight years ago? Anyway. A huge win, I think, for, for people in this current dating climate and just being a, a, like a certain person on the internet. Unsolicited nude photos are now illegal. Yes. That is huge. That's the best one. If you are a sender... Of an unsolicited nude photo, and you are in Texas, you have broken the law. It's interesting. If you're the recipient of that nude photo, call the police. It is a Class C misdemeanor to send unwanted, unrequested nude photos by text, dating app, email, or any other platform. You can't circumvent this. You can't print it out and mail it in case you wanted to be like that guy. 
Uh, this seems like something that should have been illegal a long time ago. This seems like something that should be illegal at the federal national level, right? Uh, yes. It's illegal to expose yourself in public. Yeah, and this is essentially exposing yourself in public. Exactly. So I want to applaud Texas for this law, for finally making this law go into effect. So sorry, fans who have been requesting. <laughs> Wait, that would be solicited. I don't want to make a joke about sending unsolicited <laughs> nude photos. Look, I'm just saying, there's two things we know. Your best friend is Anthony Weiner, and he, he has a track my, record. Okay, one of the things I do want to clear up... Is my, his name's really my, Andrew, Andrew My friend's Wiener. name is Andrew, and <laughs> Anthony Weiner is not even close. We learned this at, like, a dinner we had together. And so I want you to apologize to Andrew right now in this Texas Law segment. Okay, I'm sorry, Andrew. Thank you. He stopped talking to me, and I think you are the cause. Uh-oh. I'm kidding. I think My he's, bad. He's busy. School just started. That's uh, that's fine. Uh, now, I've got a Texas law for you. Yeah, of course. So you, you also have the list of new laws that went into effect. There are 820 of them. Yes, it's a... You, you couldn't throw a cat. I'm going to use a Texas expression. You couldn't throw a cat in a lawn chair factory without hitting one of these laws. I think that's now a Class D felony. It, it is unfortunately now a Class D felony. Do not do that. Okay, fine. You couldn't send a dick pic to an unwanted... <laughs> God damn it. Language has to change. Uh, so this new Texas law that just went into effect. Uh, vaping? Yeah, vaping. Vaping now is illegal except in parks. So if you're in a park, you can vape. Now... I've heard of a new thing that the uh, the Generation X, that's not what they're called. Z, Zoomers. Zoomers. They're doing something called, and I'm going to show my age here, juuling? Juuling. Is juuling different from vaping? So it's like, let's say, juuling to vaping is cracking open a beer versus cracking open a bud. Or it's like putting on an adhesive strip or putting on a Band-Aid. A Juul is just a brand name of e-cigarette. Okay, so this is a Xerox copy machine situation. Exactly, it is a... It so is Juul a is the pez. brand, but people people are taken to it. They're using it as a verb. Uh-huh. It's catching wildfire, or as the kids are saying, Juul smoke. Juul smoke. And, uh, but it's, it's essentially the same thing. So I, I can't jewel unless I'm in a park. You, not even in your own home. Wow. Our parks are going to be full of jewelers. You know, when we were growing up, you, you will remember this. There, you would walk into a restaurant and the host or hostess would say, smoking or non-smoking. You remember that? I do. And there were two sections of the restaurant, one for smokers, one for non-smokers. One was sad, one was not. And I feel like there's going to be a new parking job, a new park job, uh, a new park attendant who, when you walk into the park, they'll be like, jeweling or non-jeweling? And they'll, they'll show you to the designated section that you are allowed to, to park in. I, I would be okay with that. I'd always go with jeweling. Oh, you think like, you think, you think the you FDA? You'll be around the cool people. Cool people? Yeah. It's cool to... Jewel... Can't can't argue that. that you can't argue that. That it that was legitimately I if it rhymes, it's a fact. I'm so shut down now that I'm just gonna like babble about how good that was until you tell me to move on to the next law. Move on to the next law. Oh, thank you. Uh look. 
a lot of a lot of crimes are now sort of being outlined. But one one thing, a new freedom for you, John. A new freedom. I know you have been champing at the bit to address this whole Twitter phenomenon. I have uh, the feral hog. Twitter phenomenon? Yes. Something that I don't understand at all. Or as the British say, a toll. I don't understand... A bull? A bull? I don't understand this feral hog thing, but a new law in Texas says that landowners won't need a hunting license to pursue feral hogs that come onto their private property. It is still a violation to hunt without a license if hunting without consent. The new law removes any reference to depredation, and the exemption applies for the take of all feral hogs. This law only applies to private property. So you can hunt feral hogs on your own property without a license. Apparently. So that guy with the 30 to 50 feral hogs, he's in hog heaven. And those hogs are in heaven. Quite literally. Now, was was there some type of... Okay. Can I lay out the timeline as I understand it? Yes. There was a mass shooting somewhere. Yes. And people were like, of course, it's time to fucking do something about these guns. And did somebody take to the media to say, I've got 30 to 40 feral hogs in my yard and I need to shoot them? Oh. Is that where this comes from? It came from, let me, let me spin you a tale. After a mass shooting. People called for the uh, the banning or the control of assault weapons. Yeah. And then Jason Isbell. Oh, we know his full God-given name. Jason Isbell is a singer. A singer? Yeah, Jason Isbell is a, is a singer. Had visited our previous home state multiple times, and this one, and is great. And I've seen him in concert. And he was essentially making a post that said, assault weapons should be banned. Like, high rate of fire weapons should be banned and have no place in... Uh, in America. So a high-profile semi-celebrity or celebrity was using the platform that they have earned through their hard work to spread a message that they believe in. Now, what happened? Now, someone replied, and I, I won't get this verbatim, uh, and I also want to have a short addendum, but this person replied, uh, essentially, if assault weapons were outlawed, what am I supposed to do when I let my three children out to play and within five to ten minutes... 30 to 50 feral hogs charge my children. Yes. This was a legitimate concern. And this is this is where the meme came from. Is this dude saying 30 to 50 feral hogs would charge his children within minutes of going outside? What's your addendum? My addendum is that Jason Isbell actually had an incredible counterpoint to that, which did not get pressed because of the 30 to 50 feral hogs thing. Jason Isbell said, uh... If your children are being charged by 30 to 50 feral hogs within minutes of going outside, you have problems no weapon can fix. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good response. That's a good retort. 30 to 50 feral hogs charging his three children? Three children. Very specific with the numbers. Very specific numbers. There was... Look, Gabriel Garcia Marquez, one of my favorite authors of all time. Pour one out. Pour one out. He he died very recently. Uh, About five years ago. He he had a saying very recently. He had a saying... (laughs) It is saying, like, if you tell people that there are elephants in the sky, they won't believe you. But if you tell them a specific number, I don't remember the number exactly, but let's say 237 pink elephants are, are in the sky, they'll stop and think. So this guy, this hog poster, 
<laughs> and not posting the kind of hog that is now illegal in Texas. No, no, no. This feral hog poster, I th- I like to think, was acting in the spirit of Gabriel Garcia Marquez and trying to make us think by by numbering three children and 30 to 50 feral hogs. However, to that person, I say, good. You, look, oh, my God. There's so many avenues I could take as a comedian about this certain issue. Uh, this is the one I'm going to go with. I just want to applaud the government for swiftly responding to this feral hog issue. For too long, one incident is too many for feral hogs, and I'm just glad that our government, our state government, responded appropriately and swiftly to address that concern. So feral hogs are a problem. There is a... There is a significant concern that the uh, the feral hog problem is actually very overblown. And the assumption was people were... Like, pigs would get free. Yeah. And then they would become feral hogs. And they, they like, decimate local populations. They're an invasive species, to be sure. But I, there's also an argument to be made that feral hogs only become a problem so much so that, like, uh, human expansion becomes a problem. Is that as humans expand, like deeper and deeper into these territories they actually allow the feral hog problem to grow because they give them like food to eat whereas if they lived like normally they just kind of become part of the ecosystem uh and also they get killed off like crazy which causes the feral hogs to breed more often yeah uh so human intervention of the feral hog problem probably not a great solution but feral hogs aren't great and they're not living great lives it's a bad situation all around i, I want to clarify that i was being absolutely facetious and making fun of the fact that we have had multiple mass <laughs> shootings and the government has done nothing in response i want to clarify that it was a complete satire i just want these hogs to pray for protection i don't Look. want them to pass any laws that keeps these hogs from being killed but i want them to pray for protection Look, my thoughts and, and prayers... And continue to take more money from the pig NRA. My thoughts and prayers go out for these these hogs, these hog victims who have lost so many family members, hog family members. And, you know, if maybe... Look, I'm not, I don't want to be the one to imply, but maybe if they didn't eat filth, there would be a different outcome. Yes, maybe... Here's the thing. Maybe if they didn't live sinful, dirty lives... There would be a different outcome. Now, I'm not saying that they do. I'm just saying... This is a hypothetical. I'm not saying they deserve it. But... Who knows? I just think that we should give the the baby feral hogs bulletproof vests. That would solve the problem. And look, maybe if the feral hogs didn't get abortions. I'm not saying that's the reason. Mm Mm-hmm. This... It's so... Oh, man. We could get jobs on Fox News and hate each other. Well, absolutely. Like everyone else on Fox News hates themselves. Now, this next piece of Texas legislation is actually tied into the one that you just mentioned. Oh, I didn't realize there was a tie-in. So, uh, this next piece of legislation, I think it really speaks for itself. I'm actually... It's a pretty short law, so I'm just going to read the entire body of it. Okay. Uh, A javelina also known as skunk pig, is a medium-sized pig-like hoofed animal of the family of the New World pigs. They are found throughout Central and South America and in the southwestern area of North America. Javelinas usually measure between 90 and 130 centimeters, 3 to 4.3 feet in length, and a full-grown adult usually weighs about 20 to 40 kilograms, 40 to 88 pounds. I'm, you know, I don't say this often. And our state legislation, legislator, they only gather every two to three years. We're a part-time legislature. Yeah, yeah, they only gather two to three years. 
But I want to applaud them for taking time. They passed 120 laws, 820 laws, yeah. and they took time to define that pig. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing. In 2019, you have to have a lot of different conversations. Everyone knows whenever you're talking about existing in the modern world, you have to DTP. Define that pig. Define that pig. And there was there was a movement, a, a grassroots movement within the communities of Texas. We just wanted to know what it was. No one would tell us. Mm-hmm. We would go to the libraries and ask librarians, what is this pig? And they would look at us and kind of like look around and they'll kind of lean in and whisper, we're not allowed to tell you. Yeah. I'm glad the government took it upon itself to give us the official definition of that pig. And like everything else with the government, it's a race for public knowledge. Because we've all known that the only word that didn't have a definition was javelina. And the only animal that didn't have a name was this pig. So if you knew, if you were really into QAnon like I am, you would have put it together. The clues were there. The clues were there. Q told us javelina equals this pig. And we, I thought, like animal. I'm sorry. I thought that was a weird sort of critique of uh, Ted Cruz's involvement in the Zodiac killings because we all know. I mean, that was that was a tired joke that I just did. I no, it's still true. Yeah, it's still true. Uh, it's got joke fatigue. No, Joe, fa- Joe fatigue. Joe fatigue. My new my new. I also have Joe fatigue. fatigue. I wish he'd stop running. Right. I I I. Joe Biden, I, I, I. Yeah. No comment. <laughs> this has... Okay, I want to say, for the record... Are you pa- going to comment... Pause? You don't want me to? Are you going to comment on how strong that IPA is? No, Sierra Nevada, I want to say, it's really grown on me. No, absolutely. It has really... Maybe, maybe the key to liking something is drinking 80 goddamn bottles of something before... Speaking of drinking, John, another law passed that I'm fucking outraged by. Oh. I'm fucking furious. I thought you were glad a second ago. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Don't talk about other takes. I am, I, I'm enraged. I'm legitimately, legitimately <laughs> outraged. I'm so PO'd. Perturbed outwardly. <laughs> yes. Because for too long... There have been criminal organizations in our neighborhoods pushing their product, and the government took time out of their busy schedule to legalize it. And I'm just, I'm a little outraged. And what I'm talking about is, with HB 234, children's unlicensed lemonade stands won't be criminal enterprises. Uh, hold on, what? Yeah. The- is Can you say, political correctness run amok? This is this is a, this is a step too far, because these little demons, these little drug pushers, these sugar traffickers, they have been running rampant in our neighborhoods. Yeah, I, I thought the police were cracking down, but suddenly, suddenly, I think big lemonade, big little lemonade, got to them. See, this is you have a perspective that these people in Texas they don't understand. You're from Louisiana. Sugar ravaged your family. Oh yeah. No, I, communities ripped apart by sugar. And Just sh- whole swaths of people with no feet. No feet. 
and and the main the main export of my parish explicitly is sugar cane. Uh huh. And the government had their hand in that too. I bet they subsidized the hell out of it, not knowing the damages it could cause. But I'm just furious because I just think it's such a shame. Okay, so sugar is bad. I get it. I get that sugar is bad, but everyone was doing it and they were okay. But then the federal government came in. They cut it with baking soda and turned it into sugar cane. Yeah. They, they distributed it in all these low-income neighborhoods. And it, it's, look, it's government-funded population control. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And we had to rely on our cities and neighborhoods cracking down on these, these street pushers. But now cities and neighborhood associations will be prohibited from blocking or regulated children under the age of 18 from trying to sell non-alcoholic beverages on private property. They even let them go into the late teens. Yeah, this is... 17. You could be 17 on the streets, pushing your lemonade to any unsuspecting cars, people who just want to drive home, but they see lemonade a dollar. And you know, a dollar? That's too low. You, you know you see... You hate to see it. You, some kid who's 17 years old, they could be valedictorian, but you look at your car window, they're behind a lemonade stand, caught in the trap. Because once you're in trap that late, you don't get out. You don't get out. I just think our state government has a, a higher responsibility to police these clowns. These, these... <laughs> no, no, no. I think it's good what you say. These clowns. <laughs> police these clowns. <laughs> police these underage clowns. Pushing their product on private property. I just feel like, in a way, the system failed us. And the system failed the kids more than anybody else. If you agree with us, start hashtag police these clowns. Police these clowns. Hashtag police these clowns. The, you'll, you'll, the, people will know. People will know what that means. Under no circumstances uh, should you let it deter you that police these clowns is also uh, a, a counterinsurgent Twitter campaign by It Chapter 2. <laughs> In theaters, like, next week or whatever. Don't plug them. They're fighting for a hashtag. I know, I know, but look. Any publicity is good publicity. You're right. Police these clowns. Police them. Please, these clowns. Please them. So I feel like maybe we should go on to the next law. And I've got it right here. I just want to show you. Oh. I didn't make up 820 new laws. That's actually real. 820 new laws. I believed you. Okay. I think maybe, do you have one more law after this or can this be the last one? I mean, there's 820 of them. (laughs) Yeah, but they can't all be bangers like this next one is. Uh, okay, so I'm going to listen to what your new law is, your next new law is. I'm also going to be perusing the list of laws to see if there's one last banger. Okay. If there are no more bangers, that's the end of it. That's fine. All right. So, coming out fresh from the part-time Texas state legislature in the beautiful capital city of Austin, Texas, where we live and love, comes HB 334. Okay. HB 334 finally puts into law something that I think everyone at a state and a, a, a nationwide level has been looking for. And that is, you can now legally kill your favorite delivery driver. That, okay. There must be stipulations attached, right? Yes. If they speak to you, you may kill them. 
So this is to promote. We all have been there. We get a favor delivery. It, it's way past like normal hours. Yeah. It, they look. You load up favor, and you're like, I want some kolaches. They're like, these kolaches will be 15 to 20 minutes. You put the order in, and then when you know, fucking Kenneth or whatever picks up your order, Jacob or 45 minutes in the future. Yeah. And that takes even longer than that. You try to like send him a text. You say, Where are you, Kenneth? Kenneth! You call him, you say, Kenneth! <laughs> Alternating caps locks and lowercase letters. <laughs> yeah. Where are you, Kenneth? That's just how my uh, phone does it automatically. It knows me. Uh, but you say, where are you, Kenneth? And eventually, maybe Kenneth shows up. He's got your Sandy Minis. He's got your Kalachis. He's got your unlimited pasta. And it's an hour and 20 minutes later. You're hungry. You're angry. And the only thing you want to do is kill. However, Kenneth makes, in this new world, a grave mistake. He apologizes, which means he's engaged with you, as all favor drivers do, for they must, and then you can kill him. Wow. That, now, unfortunately, there is a short-sightedness to this. It does not extend to regular delivery, delivery drivers. No, only to favor. Only to favor. And, and this is an important distinction, because this past weekend... We ordered pizza from Austin Pizza. And to their to their credit, they're 15 miles away. Yes. And they took... That's the, an ambitious... Okay, if you're ordering pizza from a place that, that is 15 miles away, number one, they should not have their delivery window be that big. Here's the thing. Yeah, here's the thing. But it's also not on them. I kind of applaud them for taking the order. But it took two hours. Yeah. To receive our pizza. I'm going to say a slow pizza takes 30 to 45 minutes. At the Imagine they're slammed. Might take that long. Hour and a half to get it to you? Ridiculous. Also, probably other deliveries on the way. But do not have here's, a delivery radius of 15 miles. Here's the thing. I mean, to, I, to, their, to their credit, they delivered. But here's the thing. Oh, I wish Conan's had a delivery window. That, oh, delicious we, Austin Institution Conan's. I, don't, I know nothing about them other than that they're on Burnett. Deep dish. Real good. Yeah, okay. Vegan? Mm-hmm. Oh. They have a vegan deep dish. Surprising. Yeah. Um, We called them after an hour. Because the original delivery window was an hour. So we called them about an hour and five minutes into the wait. And they told us that, oh, sorry, the delivery driver's car had a problem. Uh-oh. To which, if that was true, I understand. And then they said it's going to be another 20 to 25 minutes to remaking our order. Okay. Why would they have to remake your order if the car had a problem? When the delivery girl showed up, she said, oh, we're sorry, we forgot. Your food was just sitting there on the counter. Uh-oh. A different story. A different, a much more condemning story. So I, what I call for, it's great that you can shoot or maim or do whatever to your favorite driver. We need to extend it to late deliveries with two different stories. Look, it's a part-time legislature. So they're gonna have to meet again. So it's gonna be a while. Yeah, two to three years. Yeah, two to three years before we're able to kill anyone else. We're gonna be in a complete different political climate by then. Yeah, who knows who we're gonna be able to kill then? Post people. Right now, we're in a kill-heavy political environment. People in power, they just want to increase our ability to kill and increase the deaths that they cause directly. Yeah. 
who knows what namby family administration we're going to have in three to four years that doesn't call for wanton slaughter of people. Who knows? Who knows? It's impossible to tell. We're going to have to find out in two to three years, and we'll keep you updated along the way, of course. Yes. I just want to shotgun a few more actually good laws that were passed. Uh, you can pump breast milk in public. That's nice. pretty cool. Nice. You could always breastfeed. Uh-huh. That was always a thing. That was that was never in question. But now you can pump. And now you can pump. You can pump it and Hold store on, it later. You know, I have an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. Only from yourself. Yes. Oh, okay. This is. This is new, was new just, mothers pumping okay. themselves. I was just wondering no. if maybe, listen, I was wondering if maybe this is like a decriminalization of hemp thing where uh, there was a legal loophole where I could penalty-free pilfer breast milk to sell on the internet. I don't think that's a thing you can do. Okay, fine. I think you have to be a newborn... Not a newborn. (laughs) Sorry. You have to be a new mother to have any rights when it comes to pumping breast milk. I don't think you will ever have any rights when it comes to anything related to breast milk. Unless you suddenly become an infant. Thanks, Miss Andre. I don't think that's appropriate here. Uh, another shotgun law, an attempt to stop telemarketers starting Sunday. Telemarketers will be banned from calling Texans under fake numbers that show up on the recipient's caller ID. I don't know how that can be enforced. Uh, I find that to be almost completely unenforceable, especially I, at the state level, but cool. Yeah, I appreciate the attempt. I feel like a federal thing would have to uh, go into effect. There, I yeah, don't know. how are we gonna stop international call centers from calling you through VoIP over a VPN I to don't pretend know. to be Microsoft? And the last shotgun law that I have to applaud: uh, porch pirates, people who steal. Packages. Oh, this shit's good. This this is now penalties range for porch pirating from a class A misdemeanor to a third degree felony. Depending on the number of addresses mail is taken from. A for real felony. Yeah. Here's my problem with stealing packages off of people's porches. Yeah. As far as theft goes, you know I'm pro-theft. I think that... I know you're anti-corporation in that regard, you're pro-theft. Yes. No, I, I, I believe that, like, there's certainly circumstances under which, like, hey, if I was homeless, I'd rather steal than beg. Uh, and I totally get that. Uh, but there are situations under which stealing is totally understandable, such as you need food or you need basic supplies for your family or loved ones. Yeah, the Jean Valjean dilemma. You got to steal food to feed your sick sister. Yeah, the the classic JVJ. Uh, however, stealing things, it's just random. You have no idea what's in that box. It's just something that people do for personal gain and for an adrenaline rush. It's like... The most top-level, unnecessary kind of theft. People, look, we live in an age where you can get anything delivered to you. Anything. Like, back in the day, maybe when I was 18, you were, like, 52. Because of our large age gap. That's fair. I was being silly. But, like, uh, you could get your contact lenses mailed to you. Like, anything from, sure, luxury items, like iPads or whatever... But to also to life-saving medicine can be mailed to you. Yes. And we live in the stupid society 
that requires the majority of us to be away from our homes for a large percentage of the day. So it sits on the front porch. Not everybody has access to a package receiving service like Luxor, like we do, mm-hmm. where it goes into a, like a safety deposit box that only we have access to. I recommend getting those. Yes. But, uh, so it's like, if you steal life-saving medicine from someone, you can't resell it. You can't use it yourself. Yep. And there's so many things. Like, people, like people steal specific and personalized, like, clothing. Like, people steal underwear that is made for them. Yes. People steal everything from Roombas to, like... I don't know. It's like it's such a mixed bag that it seems like it wouldn't be worth it. Yeah, I, I would say that uh, being a porch pilot pirate is it's ridiculous, but you have to understand the majority of people do this because they're like opportunistic, like vultures, opportunistic vultures and thrill seekers. It's some for some people they do it for fun. Okay, so I could get- a crime that you do for fun. I don't know. There are a lot of fun crimes. This, I, like, yes, there are a lot of fun crimes. But this is like a, a, a the the Oscar winning movie Crash. Uh huh. The couple that liked getting into car crashes because it gave them like a sexual thrill. Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, the Oscar winning Crash was actually a pretty ham fisted movie about race. I don't think that the oh. I don't think that the movie about the anodyne way that we live our lives and the like. Uh, the the lack of stimulation in day to day by David Cronenberg crash about the car crash people I don't think that won an Oscar are you sure it is an infinitely better movie wait I thought it won an Oscar no it, there are two movies with the name Crash yes people pretty famously hate the fact that Crash the ham fisted like race play how do you tell them apart uh, one was made in the nineties. There are two movies by the name of... Oh, that's what happened. I googled Crash and I put 1996 and film put Bandicoot. It. Fuck you. Crash Bandicoot, also 1996. Why can films have the same name? I don't know. A movie... Okay, Crash 2004. A film written, directed by Paul Higgins. The film features racial and social tensions in Los Angeles. Oh, this one won an Oscar? Yes, that one cleaned up. I thought... Okay, I... This entire time... John, years have passed. Five years have passed. I thought the sexual thrill-seeking get-into-car-wrecks crash won an Oscar... Uh, I can tell you what awards that the... For five years! I can tell you what the movie Crash, the good movie Crash, uh, what it did win. By the way, directed by David Cronenberg. Oh, one, uh, he's a good, he's a good. Prayers, he, prayers up for a real one. He did um, Cosmopolis, starring so, Batman. So the film, Crash, was nominated for the Golden Palm. I think that's also called the, called the Palm Door at Cannes. Cons. Oh, Con. Con. Uh, it w- but it won the special jury prize, so it was nominated for the Palme d'Or, but it got the special jury prize. Not bad. Uh, it was also nominated for the prestigious Grand Prix of the Belgian Syndicate of Cinema Critics. Uh, it won six Genie Awards from the Academy of Canadian Cinema and Television. Uh, it was nominated for a 1998 USA Motion Picture Sound Editor's Award. 
and it won the Best Alternative Adult Feature Film Award at the 1998 Adult Video News Awards. So the much better film got some Canadian things nominated at Cannes and got a literal porno award. Well, all I have to say is I learned something today. I thought Crash, the one that won the Oscar... Was good? Was the... The car wreck one. It's good. Have you ever seen the car wreck one? No, I haven't. This is a this is a zeitgeist thing. Yeah, I would I would definitely recommend it because it's a genuinely good movie. Oh, about how we live our lives in a haze with no stimulation, and you wake up, you go to work, and you can live you can essentially live your life on Novocaine. I mean, is this like choke? Is this like part at least part of the message of Fight Club? I mean, it's what Chuck Palahniuk keeps wanting to tell people is like, you should live your life more extreme, man. Well, it's just the fact that... Take your shoes off. Extreme things... Put them on my face. Oh, gross. I'm Chuck Palahniuk. Gross things wake up... Not gross. What? Gross... Okay. The shoe thing was gross. Extreme things wake us up in a society that wants us to be asleep. Yes. That's Chuck Palahniuk's whole bag. Yes, exactly. Yeah. That's what Crash is, kind of. I mean, the scene where Tyler Durden is, is holding up the guy and, like, taking his driver's license, and, like, he, he lets him live, and then he explains to Ed, Ed Norton, whose character, the narrator, uh, he explains, like, that guy's gonna wake up and have the best breakfast of his life, because it's the first day of the rest of his life, and he didn't die. Yeah. I did him a favor. All I could think of in that scene is, but you took his driver's license! <laughs> He's gonna he have can't to, drive. He's gonna have to go to the DMV. You gave him a chore. <laughs> he's gonna have to go to the DMV. But man, that's gonna be the best DMV visit. <laughs> It'll be the best DMV. I'm Tyler Durden. I'm Tyler Durden. I'm Tyler Durden. Uh, yeah, no. Texas laws are good. All right, so yeah, Texas laws. The podcast changed forever by these changed laws. Forever. Also, one last mention, just because it's in my brain, I gotta get it out. You can now conceal carry brass knuckles. Thank God. I've only four ever to bust these things out. Holy shit. (laughs) You have a concealed weapon permit? Uh, no. Um, Now I don't need one. Is that what that means? No, it doesn't. I'm still still breaking the law. Yeah, you gotta have a CW. (sighs) Some laws are fun to break. Uh... Now, one thing that is a real law, like all the laws you've talked about. Every law that we have mentioned tonight is real. Delivery services can now bring you mixed drinks and cocktails. I saw that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That will also change the podcast forever. We're never going to favor any... Look, favor takes way too long and we only record for like two hours at a time. Look, I've long said that I want to favor an impossible whopper to your apartment two hours in advance so it's here when we're halfway through the episode. That would be fun. I don't know how we would hear it. What, the the whopper? No, the knock on the door. <laughs> oh, you're right. Because we're like buried behind barrier after barrier of sound canceling nonsense. Yeah, we're in a little secret room. Nonsense called just regular doors. You have two doors. Yeah, two doors. I, I look. If I had money, I would invest a lot into this podcast. Probably way too much into this podcast. I want to get two mics. Two mics? I want to get a. I want to get like an actual like setup so that we could invite guests and not put them on the middle of our couch. Yeah, it's a shame that every time we have an episode, we have a guest, but they have to sit not facing the microphone, so you can never hear them. And Elijah Wood, we thank you for coming out tonight. And uh, you know, 
all of your your insight has been really good. Yeah. You have a lot to say about Texas laws as a person who lives in Austin. It's really nice to get a local. And whenever there's been any kind of dead air, it's not the lack of me and Henry having chemistry. It's because Elijah Wood was talking. Yeah, we're talking to Elijah Wood, who is not mic'd up, sitting in the corner, looking sad, and kind of bored. We took his phone away. Yeah. But it's okay, though, because he has, a, he has a presence of mind to speak things that he wouldn't if... You know, it's so rare to get away from the paparazzi. What's that, Elijah? Ooh, that's another misogynist take from Elijah Wood. <laughs> what a good thing that wasn't <laughs> being recorded. Whew. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. Man, that. if you could... If, if Elijah Wood is being recorded right now, one would say in a non-legally actionable way that he must hate women. I just want to say, Elijah Wood just said, I am so upset right now about the Republican Party has screwed me. I'm not sure what else to say unless I would like to re-elect the party. This year's GOP is like something from the last hundred years. They have a really stupid leader, which they then don't get to replace. They try to fix everything that went wrong, then screw everything that doesn't. This year, they're not even pretending to have a plan for the future. They have no idea what will make people vote for them. Elijah Wood literally just said that. He just said it while we were waiting. Yeah. And it's a good take. You know, it's a good take. You know, I kind of I feel bad that we called him misogynistic, but I, I guess he has a good political take. Look, you could be misogynistic and have good political opinions. <laughs> Look... Here's the problem. <laughs> he just keeps going. Here's here's the problem with Elijah Wood. When we were talking, he took it upon himself. Elijah Wood just said, in Farsi, the phrase, the red wheelbarrow, which in its entirety is a story of the Holocaust. <laughs> I don't know if I should repeat Elijah Wood's words, but I think I'm going to keep going. I'm kind of worried, but just know, <laughs> listeners, Elijah Wood said this, not us. Elijah Wood said the Holocaust is a symbol of evil that is carried on by the Axis powers who are responsible for most of the murders of mankind. A Jewish family in the story gets caught in the crossfire between Allied forces and Nazi forces, a conflict which they were not supposed to know was occurring and is the main reason the children are in the ghettos. <laughs> the book was translated and published in German and a compilation was subsequently translated to Czech and Spanish as well as being included in the French edition by Charles de Gaulle's government. <laughs> However, it's unclear to me how much impact that publication had on the reception of the book that follows on the heels. The first two chapters of the book are a good representation of the story. It is certainly not a direct copy, although it can be read as an adaptation, which I would not object to in itself. Elijah Wood, man, he's got a lot of, a lot of opinions about this Farsi title, The Red Wheelbarrow. <laughs> yes, I, I also think the Nazis are bad, but I'm not sure they're responsible for most of the murders of mankind. But hey, I don't know. I don't know the numbers. Maybe he was exaggerating for effect. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Elijah Wood says a lot of things. He really does. He, he Elijah Wood says a lot of non- legally actionable, non-libelous or slanderous things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the parody of Elijah Wood <laughs> said all those things. Yes, thank God 
Which, by that you mean the parrot of Elijah Wood, which is the parrot that sits on his shoulder and repeats everything that he, actual Elijah Wood, yeah. 100% the real person, does, would, must, and will say. Mm. <laughs> what do you want me to say about this? Uh, I don't know. I feel like Elijah Wood is done to... Oh, he's leaving. Oh, bye, Elijah Wood. I think he got mad because we said his takes on camera and we said we'd never say that. This is the first time we've also said a guest's name like ten times in two minutes. It's fine. I'll just send Elijah Wood an unsolicited dick pic. Oh, oh it's God illegal. Damn it. It's illegal, dude. <sighs> What's the deal with the dick pic? What's the mentality there? Okay, let's approach this logically. One, there's nothing appealing about male genitalia. Sure. Nothing about it looks good. I mean, the... I don't... Okay, so we know that people don't like it. Yeah. And we also know that we don't like it. No, okay, so... Well, I th- maybe there are people who like it. There are people who undeniably like dicks, but also... But looking at them. But also... They're like angry tubes. I don't know that I would like any unsolicited nude photographs. And also, it like, speaks to an overriding, like, male chauvinist philosophy that, like, I can impose my physical presence on other people without their consent. Which is, I think, like, the deep-seated problem with dick pics is that men, like, believe that people are their property and exist for their own entertainment. Or at least a certain kind of man does. And a huge problem with it, and a huge problem lately that we're... Society is waking up to is consent. It's all about consent. Yeah. Unsolicited dick pics is a one-sided violation of consent. Yes. We have also lived in a society where... Consent... Most sexual relations were one-sided, like, messed-up power dynamic versions of consent. Oh, yeah. It used to be, like, there was no... Like, I, I learned something by watching John Oliver's Last Week Tonight. Um, the medical field... Up until very recently, the assumptions were women are just men who are hysteric. Yes. Therefore, we can't test medicines on women because they're hysteric. Their their responses won't be scientific. So we're going to test all medicines on men because they're not hysteric and women are just men without hysterics. So it's going to be applied to them. And this has had really weird effects where like... Fertility medications for women were tested on a group of men. Yes, and that's not how that's not how logic works. Yep. Do you know where hysteria comes from? It was a weird thing to control women to like. Oh, you're just crazy. You just need fresh air and to be hold away from society. Well, that's that's what it turned into. But hysteria as a uh, as a descriptor was a. Believed to be genuine medical malady by the Greeks, which was the assumption that women would enter uh, uh, fits of unreasonable uh, fervor, wanting things like, you know, like equal treatment or not to be beaten. Uh, And the reason why hysteria took place was because their uterus would become detached and float around their body. And sometimes it would end up in their brain and make them crazy. The uterus would detach themselves in their body. Yes. And float up to the brain through the neck. Uh Uh-huh. Greeks were dumb. Uh, yeah. The whole medical field has been dumb in how it's treated women. Oh, yeah. 
there's a billboard I pass every day on the way home from work. Another thing that's like a wake-up call that you don't think about this kind of shit, but like it's time we start thinking about this kind of shit. I think it's a BMW billboard that says safety features should protect everyone, not just the average male. Yes. Because for a long time, you see those test dummies? Project EVA. That's what it is. But you see those test dummies, the classic test dummy that used to be in those commercials for whatever fucking car it was? They're all male. Yes. It's weird. Like, it's something that you don't notice until someone points it out and you're like, well, yeah, that's fucked up. Yes. We just need people to start, not start, because the starting has happened. We need people to finish pointing out this shit and for everyone else who aren't us, me and you on this couch... To be like, yeah, that's fucked up. Let's do something about it. Thank you, part-time Texas legislature, for doing something about the dick pic thing. Yeah, and like, I also feel good that breast pumping... Breast pumping? Breast milk Breast pumping. pumping. Breast... (laughs) That funky monkey? (laughs) Yes. Breast milk pumping is not... Like, that's just another step forward. That's good. Like, it's it's, it's an extension of the, the breastfeeding law, which... Should have existed in the first place. No, sleep. Till Til breast, breast milk. milk. Breast milk. Milk. Breast milk. Breast milk. Alright, all I want to say, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, uh, we were talking about Elijah Wood and his misogynist, yeah. pretty woke, but extremist views. Yeah, he's, he's po- politically woke, but genderly <laughs> asleep. Yes. He's... Look... Oh, we were talking... He's awake is, on the issues, but asleep I, on the women. We were, we, we were talking about what is the logical thinking behind the dick pic. Uh-huh. And that's where we were, and then we, we got to the... It's just this weird thing. It, it's like the same thinking that goes behind, like, Oh, oh, you're lesbian? You just haven't found the right dick yet. Yeah. Which is like, I can change your entire identity with my genitalia? I it's, mean, their genitalia is not that powerful. Dudes are dudes are gross, and dudes are gross because it speaks to like a, a deep existential loneliness that all dudes feel. Not to feel sorry for them. If anyone sends you an unsolicited dick pic, they're a monster. And uh, yeah, seriously, cut them out of your life. I don't think that's ever been a thing. Uh, Has anyone ever requested a dick pic? Has there been solicited? Yeah. There have been. Yes. So those are okay, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. People can people can and do solicit pictures of genitalia from people that they are uh, interested in. It should happen at a certain point in a spectrum where that becomes okay. But you know, risky texts happen to everybody. Don't. It's not the first. It's not the opening salvo. No, absolutely. It's not the not. opening move. It's no. not like oh, if I'm just bold enough, I can I can nail this. It's. The unsolicited pick is always a problem. Yes, the unsolicited the unsolicited anything is almost always a problem. Well, tell people to stop wishing me to have a good weekend. <laughs> it's a shame because it's unsolicited. Everyone texts you and says, "Have a good weekend." Here's a picture of my dick. No, I just meant like at work. There's always like this weird stress whenever like Labor Day comes around. Like just this past week, it's like. Do you have any plans for Labor Day? Have a good Labor Day. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a good Labor Day, I will literally kill you. But did you have a good Labor Day? It was fine. Yeah, you had a good Labor Day. But it wasn't Wishes good. came true. No, fuck you. Wishes came true. I don't want unsolicited Labor Day wishes. Texas legislator, 
Get on that. Just the one. We got three to five years. Get on it, Ted Cruz. Oh, I hope he's not around in three to five years. And that he's politically. Politically. Politically when Lex Luther <laughs> Oh that's, that's a deep that's, that's a, I, I want to say that's a deep cut, but I think we talked about it literally two weeks ago. Yeah. That's where you put a beep when you do the edit. That's a quick editor's tip. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, dude. I think I think we're circling the drain of this podcast. I feel like the you know, the water's working away its way around the long hairs of the drain. Don't you know what that's like. You have long hairs in your drain? No, I've well, both me here's the thing. Okay. I have no hair. My girlfriend now has short hair. You don't have. You're not in a too long hair household. I'm not. You're not in a, a, a household where one of you has hair that reaches the middle of his chest, and the other one has hair that goes way. It's long. No, we're oh. both pretty short. I have an interview on Friday. Nice. Do I cut all my hair off? Uh, I mean, maybe go to a barber. I don't think so. Get it. I mean, you cannot cut all your hair off, but get it cleaned up. That's not dirty. Uh, by getting cleaned up, I mean like even out the ends. Maybe get some light layering going on. I mean, the ends Cle- are pretty even. Clean up the clean oh. up the sideburns. Uh-oh. I'd recommend a trip to Austin Institution Birds. Just ask to get cleaned up. They'll do what? 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 Fifteen bucks. Wait, they they could do long hair. Sure. How do you know? Birds charges you by how much hair they cut off. I could go to a birds. So birds will typically just clean you up for like fifteen dollars. They'll like clean up your beard. If you have hair that has like uneven ends or they want to like fix it in any way, they'll just like And you just go in and say like they ask like, Oh, what are you in here today for? And you just say like, Oh, just clean me up. Yeah, I, I literally said the last time I went in there, I just want to get cleaned up and get like a beard trim. Oh, and yeah. then they just did it. They're not gonna like say like you should shave your face because your your mustache and your beard don't connect. They're barbers. They're they're gonna give you limited criticisms. I don't know, man. I have real hangups about doctors, dentists, and hair. Just because people. dentists were mean to you when you were a child doesn't mean the barbers will be. They might. They listen. Uh, okay, I I got someone that gave me criticisms, but they were a hundred percent valid and made sense. I don't want it. Because she was like, hey, your beard grows in a weird pattern here. I'm like, that's accurate. She's like, you have to shave it slightly shorter. I'm like, that makes sense. Uh, But yeah. Where did they go to hair school? Probably somewhere that cost money. I don't know. Avita? Harvard? Bella College? Harvard? Oh, Bowl? Do you get the joke? What? Hereford? Harvard. Oh, Harvard. Yeah, I got it. All right. I think we should end the episode. We should end the episode. That means you're editing, and I'm social mediaing. So, if you would like to send us your hair, you can't. But if you'd like to send us a tweet describing your hair in 280 characters, you can do so at ZCPCWHJ on Twitter.com, which stands for... Henry. Zoology can produce kids. With a C. However, wait, what? However, Jim! However, Jim, that's Z-C-P-C-W-H-J on Twitter.com. You can also send us an email. Don't steal it off our porch, just kidding. It's digital. 
Uh, probably a better joke for both of these will have been something dick pic related, but we've talked about dicks more on this episode than we have at any previous episode. I don't think we've ever even said the word dick before. We've said the word dick a lot. Well, I'm describing jerks, but I don't think describing... There's a lot of cut Anthony Weiner content. You can send us an email by going to zerocreditsisapodcast at gmail.com. Send us an email. Send us a gmail. But please, under no circumstances, send us your... P-mail. We have said send us a tweet, send us something sweet, but please don't send us your meat. So I guess I'll count that. We have mentioned male genitalia before. Resume. Uh, yes, you can do that via email. We are also on Facebook. You can send we are also on Facebook. You can find us by searching for Zero Cuts Podcast in the Facebook search bar. We don't post there, and we never will. We're on Spotify. You can find us by searching for Zero Credit, open parentheses, S, close parentheses, on the Spotify podcast section where everyone listens to everything. You can also find us on iTunes. Apple Music. Apple Music. Apple Podcasts. By searching for Zero Credits, leave us a like. Leave us a comment. Leave us a subscribe. The most important thing, no matter what, is word of the mouth is the only way we can survive. So if you, like Henry, go to get cleaned up at your local institution Birds free hair wash if you bike, you can lie about that. If you go to Birds or your local barber, tell your barber at Zero Credits the most important podcast about hair. They'll only realize you lied when we've got one new listener. And that's metrics baby that's how it happens baby you get out there you get people listen to the podcast baby you make it happen you make it happen you get people out there listen to the podcast you make them listen to the podcast we get money give daddy money we're never gonna make any money off this podcast we've made a dollar when some guy (laughs) it's not true fine and elijah wood wants to give uh the, the 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 Send off message this week. So from everyone here who is Elijah Wood at the Zero Credits two-bedroom, two-bathroom apartment, he wants to say, if anyone could make a movie like Prometheus better than I could, it's Ridley Scott. So yeah, I can't watch that. And even though His God's Not Dead is a great film, this is a movie that has been made and I can't see it being improved. I'm sure the studio is really into their own particular brand of Christian-friendly sci-fi. It doesn't really make much sense for me to believe they wouldn't do something called God's Not Dead if they had an opportunity. But I don't think God's Not Dead is for me. I'm just not the person that takes things literally and goes with it like I would in a Christian movie. I don't believe in religion. I'm just not a very literal person. And if it met what it was saying then I would gladly see it. (laughs) If there was ever an opportunity for a movie on that level, or even a movie about space, (laughs) I would be happy to watch it. It's just not a big deal in the movie. Wow, Elijah Wood. Wow. Pretty prominent, poignant words. I guess all that's left is to say... Goodbye. Bye. Good. Goodbye. Bye. No, good, good, good. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. No, no, bye. Goodbye. 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 No, I say the last. It's thing. The same word every time you say it. To I me. say the last thing. Okay. Goodbye. Bye. No, I say. <laughs> okay. Wait. 
I have... My contract has two things in it, John. I open the podcast and I close the podcast. So you have to say the last thing. I have to say the last thing. Okay. Very good, very good.